You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I am Lisa Weissach, and today I'm in Mound, Minnesota, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Monday, October 2nd, episode 3276. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Actually, it's Lisa and Glenn uh, (laughs) to guide you through another horsey week. And uh, we will have a full round of episodes for you this week. Uh, Jamie is out. She's teaching her clinic. It starts today. Uh, We've talked about that in recent episodes, so we wish her luck. And we hope that everybody attending has a great time and learns a lot. And I will be here uh, all of this week. And then next week, we are doing best of episodes because I'm off traveling and uh, Jamie's still off. But this week, we have a full round for you. I noticed on Horse and Hound, Lisa, there was this article on the five things we scrimp on so our horses can have the best we can afford. Uh, Yeah. And I know that you've scrimped on all of these. (laughs) And I know I have too. And more. And I think. (laughs) Most of the listeners probably have too. Yeah, yeah. Just we'll just go through them quick because I think when you reflect back, you know, we've all been at this point, or most of us have been at the point in our lives where we're like, okay, I need to buy hay or food for us. Yes. Uh, and Jennifer and I were there a few times over the, the years. Uh, there were some lean years in there, and uh, I know you've had them too. Yep. So shoes was first on the list. I can't tell you the last time. I, you know, I buy sneakers about once a year because they just wear out. But otherwise, I don't, yeah. I don't buy shoes. <laughs> I just... No, no. And, you know, I, I buy my uh, – I, I wear a pair of Ariat paddock boots, and they last me for quite a while. But a couple of years ago, um, I just – you know, the, the fronts kind of came up, and so I duct taped them back together. And <laughs> I just go. didn't want to spend the money, you know, because I just didn't want to spend the money. And I had a student – I felt so bad. I had a student buy me a pair of new shoes. <laughs> There you go. So you're still wearing them. <laughs> yeah, but what's what's wrong with a little duct tape? Yeah, know? right. I mean, we live on duct tape. I know. So shoes are a big one. Uh, now, I do think there's exceptions to that because uh, we all know those people who buy a lot of shoes. So, uh, yes. you know, there's somebody listening right now that's going, well, that's not one of my problems. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jennifer and I, nope. We, Jennifer's even worse than me. I got a beggar to buy new shoes. Oh, wow. After she gets holes in them and stuff. And yet her horse, because he wears he wears the glue-on shoes, yes. it's like $400 every six weeks. Imagine $400 every six weeks. What a shoe collection we could have. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I think I'd do a boot collection. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep. All right. Food, another one. Yes. I mean, that is something that we've all done. We've all eaten mm-hmm. ramen when our horses are eating the nice hay. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And all the supplements and, yeah, grain has gone up and, yeah. 
<laughs> I worked with SmartPak for a while, years ago, I mean, 20 years ago, um, and as a consultant. And the, I would see the number of people and how much they spent on supplements in a month for a horse. It was uh, crazy numbers. Yeah. Some of them. Just and crazy. that was like a while ago. Imagine yes. what it is now. <laughs> yes. It was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. The, interesting on this list of the five things we script on uh, for ourselves is bedroom. And, and what they were talking about is like the mattress and things like that. Yeah. Because, you know, how many of us have slept on the oldest mattress that was handed down from previous generations, yet we'll buy bedding every week for our horse? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm here at, in Minnesota at my mom's and um, she, she, I'm sleeping on the uh, mattress in the spare bedroom. And this mattress was hers when she was a child. Now, my mother is 100 years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really bad. That's really bad. <laughs> and, and she just doesn't want to replace it. She doesn't want to let me replace it. And so there Can you go. She allow you to get a, like a memory from topper for it or something uh, i do have a, a yes i do yeah. have one of those well, good <laughs> you know when yeah. we we've had for 10 years now we've had the bed in the boxes when they first started coming out the whole memory foam mattress thing yeah. and we we have them on both rooms and now when we go to a hotel has a regular mattress it's like this thing's ridiculously hard <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah doesn't conform to your body or nothing. <laughs> so no. you, when you have good mattresses, you notice the bad ones when you go places. Absolutely. Clothe, yet, you know, there's if there's one thing we should splurge on in our lives, it's a good mattress. This is true. Because we this spend I know me, I 25% know me, of our day on it. Yeah, and I, I have a friend and, and he and his wife, they just bought, you know, the new, I don't know, the rising, you know, push button mattresses. I mean, it's like $3,000. Mm-hmm. Yet... Yeah. How how uh, d- how much betting do we spend in a year for our horse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably yes. three thousand dollars. Easily, easily. <laughs> Clothing's another one. Yes, that's a given. Unless you're spending it on horse, you know, uh, riding clothes. Uh, Jennifer so is the, yeah. and I think most most of our listeners are probably notorious for for going to the thrift stores and the goodwills. Yes. And, well, I mean, really, you know, you're going to the barn and you're going to be picking out stalls and, you know, spending time on the tractor and, you know, it's not worth. I must be the snooty <laughs> one then because I've never bought anything for myself at Goodwill. Really? Yeah, I'm oh, a snooty Glenn, one. you are missing out. <laughs> you are I missing can, out. Well, first of all, the place makes me sneeze. That's one thing. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I can't go in <laughs> antique stores because my allergies, it just makes me sneeze, the dust or something. True. Uh, and it's true. So have, Goodwill has a smell when you walk in the door. Okay. It, it does. does. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk later, Glenn. <laughs> you just haven't lived. <laughs> and then education. And what they were what they meant by that is sometimes we'll put off our own education. Maybe it's something we want to do. They they said not even college, but you maybe you want to take guitar lessons or yeah. you would take piano. If you didn't have horses and weren't paying for lessons over there, would you have done something outside of horses and taken lessons? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was their point. It's not necessarily college, but other stuff. Yeah. That you might have done. Art class or whatever, you know. Right. Well, today on the show, Auditor Susanna is going to stop by with a recipe for cowboy caviar. Jared from Worm Flooring is going to join us in a couple of minutes to talk about the flooring Jamie has fallen in love with. And they're a brand new sponsor of ours. Thank you to Jamie. And also Tim from the Prince of Scots is somebody I talked to at uh, WISA when I was there. And he's a fascinating guy, has some really cool products, as you can probably guess by the name Prince of Scots. Also, in our post-show, we're going to talk about the new Guinness Book of World Records. 
records and the new records that were added to it, which includes one mighty fat, cute horse. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed how big the picture. Did you look at the picture of that? I horse? did look at the picture. Oh yes, <laughs> makes him look like he's like eighteen hands tall. It does, and about four thousand pounds. But yes, but his record is amazing when you think about looking about how fat he is. So yes, <laughs> that I've never heard of this record before. So we'll talk about that in the post show. But first, we have to do some daily winnies. Well, happy birthday to some of our auditors, Laura Bannon, Lorraine Peachy. Hey, miss you, Lorraine. Lorraine and her sister used to come visit us when we go to Wiesa in Philadelphia all the time because they live oh, near cool. there. And we don't get to visit them anymore because it's in Dallas now. Yeah. And also, Shauna Koresh, who is the host of uh, the Clicker Clicker show that we have. And uh, you can still find that on all of the podcast players. And she's talking about revising that show, Equine Clicker 101, if you want to oh, look cool. for that. And now it's your turn. So, Glenn, my daily when he goes to my mom's dog, Rocky. So, Rocky is a 15-year-old toy poodle, miniature pincher cross. He thinks he owns the world. He's and, a poodle pincher cross? Oh, yeah. Oh, my toy God. Poodle, toy poodle. <laughs> he weighs like eight pounds. And he thinks he weighs 80 or 800 because he's the big dog. But anyway, he goes outside for everybody but me. Everybody for 15 years, he'll go. I'll go to the door. He stands there and he just looks out and he sniffs and then he goes back in the house and he pees. And so <laughs> it's very frustrating. And I feel very, um, very neglected <laughs> because he, he won't go out for me. So this trip, though, this trip, I sat down and I had a little discussion with him. And guess what? He's going outside now. See, that's all me. he needed is just some affirmation. He did. Yeah. He did. He just needed to have just a little heart to heart. And I'm so excited because <laughs> you know, it is out. a little things in life, isn't it? It is. It is. Because it so pissed I, you off every time you went there. Every single time. I'm like, come on, buddy. Because <laughs> you know? you're so good with the animals at the farm. You have a lot of them. Well, I do. But, but you know, he goes out for everybody but me. <laughs> So who knows so what now, your mom's been saying about you when you're not there? Well, I know that's the mm. thing. That's the thing. I feel like I've joined like some exclusive club now. I like, see a book in the making. There you go. There you go. <laughs> could be. He, it could be. It's a children's book <laughs> with the dog and how he hates you. It's and how you overcame that. It's a children's book with all the lessons. It I could can be. see it now. It could be. It could be a potty training book too. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's real effective after 15 years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's uh, Perseverance, a book about perseverance. Perseverance, that's for sure. That's for sure. I have tried everything, Glenn. I have, I have tried every training method, every enticement. I've tried throwing bacon down the front steps. And no, you hey, it. we have a couple of minutes. I wanted to just mention, you, uh, we'll talk about this more later, but I wanted to bring it up. You have a Speaking of training books, you have a training book coming out soon. Well, I do with my my fictional character, Cat Enright, and um, we're very excited. <laughs> um, we fought about this for about two years now, 
and uh, we finally uh, were able to to come to a, an agreement about the flow of it and what should be in it. And so it's uh, a, a serious training book. It's not a novel. it's a serious training book. No, yeah. you know. So at the so in the Cat Enright Mysteries, at the end of a lot of the chapters, there's just a little horse tip, and so we took uh, a lot of the horse tips and just expanded on them. So um, is this the first so, time a, a serious training book's been written by a fictional character? I think so. I think, <laughs> So and it was my uh, our publisher's idea to do this, and uh, well, she's it's brilliant because this is a brilliant idea. It's it's great, and so it's got a lot of cat's um, backstory in there. So she's talking about you know different horses she's interacted with over her lifetime, and so so. Cat and Wright fans will get some information that they might not otherwise get about Cat and her friends. Uh, but yeah, it's but it's a gen. It's it talks about horse training, horse care, horse behavior, and riding. So um, you know, <laughs> just her her thoughts and, and what a crazy uh, idea. I, it, it is. <laughs> it, it What's it called? While. It's called Lead Ropes Don't Lead Horses. And when it's going to be out? It'll be out in December. And I assume that Horses in the Morning is not in this one. Um, you might be surprised. <laughs> You might be Well, Jamie is a horse trainer, right? Jamie is a horse trainer, yes. <laughs> That's funny. Lead ropes don't lead horses out in December, you said? Can they pre-order be... now? Um, actually can't just yet. Okay. So uh, it should be up on Amazon, though, in the next uh, week or so. So it'll be in time for Christmas? Gifts? Be in time for Christmas, yeah. What a yep, fantastic I... idea. What a clever idea. It's, it's been, it's been a, a very challenging exercise, but it's been a lot of fun, too. What a clever idea. Well done. Good job. Thank you. I want to talk to you about the yard sale after our guest, mm -hmm. too. We'll talk about that later in the show. Why don't you tell us about Cosequin, and then I will get our first guest on the line. That sounds great. So Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. Well, we are so excited to welcome a brand new sponsor to the show, although you have heard about this per this company before because Jamie had it done in her trailer and has been raving about it on the air ever since, which is one of the reasons that we reached out to Jared from Worm Flooring. And Jared, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for becoming a sponsor of Horses in the Morning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to uh, sponsor you guys. So, first of all, worm flooring, W-E-R-M. What's it mean? Uh, so, it actually is an acronym. W-E-R-M stands for We Eliminate Rubber Mats. A lot of people miss that and kind of wonder what the uh, the worm is all about, but that's what it is. Um, and so, we can kind of explain, um, you know, exactly how it works and, and what it does and uh, try to answer anyone's questions. Well, let's let's kind of explain that. Uh, she, you know, Jamie did, but for for listeners that missed her conversation about it, what exactly is it, and what do you do? So the best way to describe it is it's a permanent rubber flooring, um, and so typically, kind of originally, it started out putting it in, you know, trailer floors. So instead of having the rubber mats down, that will, you know, obviously there to help uh, protect the animals and give them some cushion, keep them from slipping around on the aluminum. Um, this flooring goes down uh, permanently. A lot of people like to think of it almost like a spray-in bed liner type thing. But the, the difference is this is actually rubberized flooring. Um, it's troweled in. It's about three-fourths an inch thick, so about the same thickness as a rubber mat. Um, That's the same the, the thickness as really good plywood. Right, yeah. right. 
yeah, so it has, it does have, you know, it's not something that's super soft and squishy that's going to tear apart. It's going to last, but it does have cushion, especially for the animals. It does keep them from slipping around. And, and the thing that people love about it the most is that, you know, like the name says, it eliminates the need for rubber mats. So this flooring is down. You simply just hose it out, power wash it out. Um, nothing ever gets down to the aluminum floor uh, that, you know, don't, no corrosion has, happens. You don't have to worry about the mats shifting or slipping around where animals can you know trip and fall on those um just makes it a, a pretty easy process for the people the animals and, and protects the trailer itself so with if you have a trailer with wood floors is it even possible yeah we can still put it over the wood floors because uh, even even the wood over time you know it's gonna deteriorate uh so that's yeah, from the help. bottom yeah. if nothing else right uh, so, right yeah. right so that's gonna help protect it I, one of the things that Jamie loved about it, obviously, is, you know, all of us say, yeah, we're going to pick up the mats and we're going to hose underneath. And you're supposed to do that like every time you use the, the trailer when a horse pees or something. And the fact is, we never do. So, right. I mean, we never do. I can't remember the last time I did it because it's a pain in the butt. So we're definitely l- looking at having this done in our trailer. Uh, it's, you know, it's a fairly new trailer with aluminum floors. And I don't know that we've pulled those up once. Yeah, we uh, we've asked a lot of people over the years. You know, how often do you actually pull your mats? And you know, some people, you know, they'll they'll pull them every week or every use. But most people are doing it once a year, maybe twice a year, something like that. And you know, it it, it doesn't rust necessarily, but a lot of people don't realize how corrosive that urine is. So sometimes, you know, people will pull up those mats and they'll just see you know, the little pitting and the holes and, you know, all it can really tear up the trailer. So it's just one of those things that, you know, it really is going to pay for itself over the, over the life of the, of the trailer and the use. And I saw here, it can be installed in concrete, wood, aluminum, steel. I mean, just pretty much anything, huh? Yeah, pretty much any solid surface. Um, it can, it can go down and stick onto, um, not vertical. It's kind of a, a lot of people, you picture something like asphalt, you know, it's a real mm-hmm. thick, heavy you know product is it um, hot when you put it on nope just normal room temperature type stuff oh okay because i wasn't sure are you melting it to put it on or that's what i was yes yeah okay gotcha yeah so so what it's actually uh, a combination of rubber granules and uh, a binder and you mix those two together and it almost like uh, you would similar to concrete you mix those two together and then a lot of people will call it uh, like pour and play type product. You pour it out. And so one person, you know, mixes it and pours it out. And another person is basically on their hands and trees, like a, a concrete troweling person. And so you have a, a metal trowel and then you smooth it out. It's not self leveling. Uh, a lot of times we'll get interest from people wanting to try to do it themselves, but you know, you do have to have some, uh, you know, training done and, and we do that we have a lot of dealers throughout the u.s as well that we've trained but yeah that's it's trout in and then it sets up it takes uh you know pretty much cures overnight you can't get on it immediately it needs to set up and dry so our rule of thumb generally is 24 hours before a human walks on it and 48 hours before you know large animals walk on it Jamie was concerned, and uh, this is something we talked about. Uh, you probably heard the interview. Something we talked about on the show was she was concerned with horses with shoes. If they paw, would it tear it up? And then, you know, I did talk to her a couple days ago, and she said she hasn't had, it hasn't torn up at all. It's been fine. Yeah, it's extremely durable. 
I mean, we've seen it in some trailers, you know, 20 years old with no issues. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's not indestructible. We tried it. We're not one of those people that say, hey, this is going to last forever, a lifetime warranty. I mean, it's going to last a long time. But at the same time, if you have a horse that just paws like crazy, it can wear a low spot. Most of the times I've just seen, you know, little uh, divots or something like that. Generally, very seldom have I seen something ever get down to the actual aluminum. And the good thing about that is it's the floor sealed through and through. So you don't have to worry about all of a sudden it's going to start peeling up, tearing up. And then it can also just be patched, just like putty. You make a little bit, a small batch of it. You put it in the, the low spot, smooth it out, and then you're, it dries and adheres to itself and you're good to go. You were also telling me that people uh, are putting it in their barn aisles. So, so they have a concrete aisle and they instead of you know instead of getting the very expensive uh rubber tiles that you can put down they're putting this on top of the concrete that's correct yeah we've done uh, we do lots of different barns and it's even in the it stalls wash racks tie areas uh, aisleways i mean pretty much anywhere someone wants to you know re- reduce the chance for slippage or add some you know cushion um, you can put it down. I mean, even actually done it in different commercial residential areas, zoos, exotic barns, you know, all kinds of different, you know, obviously horse podcast, but horse cattle, livestock, all kinds of different areas. Huh. So, so it's not slippery. That was my final question. It, it's not slippery at all. It's got some Correct. texture to it, right? Yeah. It's, it's got a roughness. It's not slick like a mat. Um, it's got rough you know, texture at the top. We have, do, we do have different size of granules. So if someone wants something less textured, more textured, we do have that option. Um, and then, you know, we always tell people, of course, if it's completely covered with something, whatever it may be, then, you know, your, your slip resistance is going to reduce down. But if you keep it clean, power wash it, you know, it's going to have the slip resistance because it also has enough cushion that gives, gives some bite to it. Well, that's, you know, let's talk about the other fun thing about this. Lisa, these come in about 100 different colors. I mean, it's, it's some Seriously. fun colors. I love the Seriously. pictures. I love the pictures on your website of the pink ones and the purple ones and the green ones and the blue ones. It's a statement. It absolutely is. And Jared, I was going to ask, like, would this be suitable for anything outdoors at all? Yeah. I mean, we've done it on uh, patios, you know, pool areas. We've done it in garages wow. i mean even yeah so whether it's covered or not um you may see a little bit of fading but it's going to be overall so it's not like you're really going to notice it unless you just took something brand new and set it you know right beside it or something like that yeah so um, we're, we're, we're trying to make a, a path around a, a little garden more wheelchair accessible and uh-huh. we're trying to find some smooth surface where we could do the wheelchairs where there would wouldn't be slipping and this looks like it might be something we could maybe consider so this is yeah. awesome yeah that's one of the good you know there's a lot of different just kind of side benefits of it um one of the cool things about it is sometimes we've had people that whether it's you know uh, commercial type things or horse things we have stalls that people had really uh chipped up chunky asphalt um and so instead of having to come in and redo asphalt redo concrete you can almost use it almost as a concrete resurfacing type product where because it will go in and fill all the gaps and then it'll be smooth on the top. So and then, of course, it's going to flex with the concrete or, or the the surface underneath. So, you know, you don't have to worry about it breaking or chipping apart. I didn't think about the fact that your surface underneath doesn't have to be absolutely smooth because this yeah. is going to solve that problem anyway. 
Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Well, where now is it available all over the country? How how do people find it and get it done in their area? Yeah, so um, we've got on our website. There's a there's a link that says locate a dealer. You can click on that. We actually have I think somewhere around seventy five different installers that we've trained um, on on how to install our product and do and they you sell our product. Um, even some in Canada and Australia. Um, and you know, one of the things that we kind of run into, there are some other products. It all kind of looks the same from the, the top layer. A lot of people, because worm is, is so known and popular with a lot of folks, they'll use it interchangeably with rubberized flooring. So, you know, sometimes people say, you know, this is a worm. We've installed worm, but if they're not listed on our website, then they're not, you know, a worm necessarily rubberized dealer or so installed. It has to say W-E-R-M to be sure. Yeah, like it'll it'll be listed on our website as an official dealer, okay. and if it's someone else, then you know just check with them, check with us. Well, this is fantastic. I know Jamie is loving hers. She and we're Jennifer and I are looking at getting it done here in Ocala to ours because I just want the tra because because we don't clean. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd like to say that uh, we're better at that, but we're not. And you know, how long have I been preaching trailer maintenance and safety on this show? Fifteen years, and I'm still the worst. So, which reminds me, I have to get my bearings packed. Um, so, <laughs> so thanks, Jared. What's the website again? Uh, www, of course, and then worm, W-E-R-M, wormflooring.com. The PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science, and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They're dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. Coming up next, we have one of our longtime auditors, Susanna, who posted a recipe in the auditor room. And I was like, oh, that looks really good. We have to get her on because she's doing our recipe of the month, and it's called Cowboy Caviar. Well, we are so honored to welcome auditor Susanna with a recipe with um, Cowboy Caviar today. Uh, Susanna, welcome. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Yeah. So let's, let's find out first, where are you calling us from? From Eureka, Illinois. Oh, well, where is that in the state? It's about two hours north of Springfield. Oh, okay. About two hours south of Chicago. So, okay, right smack okay. dab in the middle. Uh, obviously. Yeah, I drive through southern Illinois a lot, but I don't get farther north up where you are. No. Yeah. So, how long have you been an auditor? I think I've been an auditor for the long haul. I think yeah. once... I think it took me maybe a couple months after they started doing auditors for me to become an auditor, but I started listening back old original stable scoop days. Really? Oh, wow. You've been, yeah, you have time. been here for, <laughs> you realize that's almost 15 years. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm just happy. We've 15. spent a long time together. You and I. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so now have your horses been listening that long too? Um, I think I've had, one of my horses for about that long, and then I had another one in between there. Um, yeah, and yeah. what do you have in the way of horses? I currently have my old rescue horse, Smokey. He's a mutt and just a flea-bitten gray. 
And he has been retired for the last 10 or more years. Yeah. He had some shoulder injury, and mm. I got a couple years of riding out of him, and now he's just a pasture he's, pet. But Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I have one of those, too. <laughs> you live in the good life. I don't have time yeah. to ride anyway, so. Well, there you go. But, you know, you can get a lot of enjoyment from your horse on the ground. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And then when you're not listening or taking care of your horses, what do you do? I just got my paramedic license. So. Seriously? Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Yep. What a great way to help people and, and uh, um, get your, your thrill-seeking in because I, yes. I know a few paramedics and holy cow, it's, <laughs> uh, it's hurry up and wait and then all of a sudden it's full on. Exactly. Yep. Yep. We haven't done this. We haven't run any calls here in like a week. We haven't hardly had anything. So. Well, I looked up Eureka. It's a town of 5,000. So um, it's not real big, huh? No, it's not real big. There's a college here, though. We get a decent amount of calls from them. So I bet you do. And there is a hospital. So Yeah. Well, well, that's that's great. Congratulations for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I've also got two kids, too, that I've wrangled around. Really? Yep. I've got a four-year-old and a six-month-old. Oh, Flight's a little busy. New listeners. I I see them as new listeners. There you go. Yes. Yes. They've been listening since they were born. Yeah. I hope not to Jamie. Please please say you turn it off before the post show. (laughs) Nah. Nah. That is awesome. Well, you know, I... um, I think a lot of the auditors know and the listeners know I don't cook. And um, uh, so I saw when you posted this recipe for cowboy caviar in the auditor room and I thought, wow, that's something even I could do. And I actually pulled it and um, I haven't made it yet, but I plan to. And so when I saw that you were coming today and I was going to be on and we were going to do the cowboy caviar recipe, I was so excited. This is this is just great. So, uh, Suzanne, tell us about what this is and uh, tell us just real briefly some of the ingredients and how you make this. This is, it can be a salad or a dip. Um, I almost prefer to eat it as a salad just because it's delicious. You don't really, Um, but it is a mixture of tomatoes. The rest the original recipe, let me be upfront here. The original recipe will be posted in the auditor notes, but I have completely, not completely changed them, but you can change them as you need. I think the original one calls her red pepper. I didn't have red pepper. I just used yellow pepper, and I don't think it would change the flavor that much to differ from the recipe. But it's tomatoes, avocados, onion, beans, sweet corn that's frozen, uh, bell pepper, jalapeno, and cilantro. And then you basically chop all that up super duper small and make a dressing out of olive oil, lime or lemon juice. I use lemon because I didn't have lime juice. Um, Red or white wine vinegar, uh, sugar, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Well, so why um, why the frozen sweet corn? I think the frozen sweet corn works better than fresh because of the way, I don't know, the way they take it off the cob. Maybe I can never like cut, cut it off the cob and make it be a whole kernel. So you could use it fresh off the cob, I guess, but I think frozen works well. Maybe it just looks prettier. Uh, Maybe. You definitely don't want to use canned because the only thing canned corn is good for is fishing. 
Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think canned would be too sweet. I cannot do yeah. canned corn only because I, that smell when you open the can reminds oh, yeah. me of fishing when I was a kid, and I just can't get over it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I can't do it. Wow. Wow. I, I don't do corn that much, but I'm, I'm willing to give this a try. And then um, I love the way you, you, you know, you can substitute things because yes. I don't always have everything either. But um, so do you have like a food processor? Do you need to have one of those to chop all this stuff up or just can you do it by hand? Nope. I just did it all by hand. A food processor would probably make quicker work of it, but I just did it by hand. And you know what? Okay. I think I mean, your picture was beautiful. We'll put that in the show notes. I stole that one. Um, yeah. But consist- your chopping skills come into play here because the more consistent you can have everything you chop up in size, yes. the prettier this will be. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I guess it depends on whether you like your food pretty or you just want to eat it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the smaller works in this too because it's easier. It makes it an easier dip too because then you can get everything in one bite. Right. Then, right. So basically, you just combine all the ingredients and then you combine the dressing and then you just mix it all together, right? Yep. Yep. Wow. You know what I thought about with this too is taking it and uh, frying up some small chicken pieces and putting it, making basically a quesadilla with this on it. Oh. Uh, um, some cheese and chicken in a quesadilla or, you know, make a taco out of it, whatever. But I think you could do that too, right? Yeah, that would be good. It's almost like a beefy pico de gallo because it's got the beans in it already. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, and the lime juice. Add some queso to it. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds really, really good. Now I'm hungry for Mexican for lunch. Right. (laughs) This is like a a football thing or Thanksgiving thing yeah. you know where yes where, uh, and i like the idea of and the of summer salad. I thought about that. yeah exactly yeah now it doesn't last super long i think we kept it around for like three days and towards the third day it was getting a little funky well but... all that vinegar and stuff in it's going to do that yeah yeah yes yeah. yes i don't know i'm i i just don't think this would last three days i mean everybody would eat it Right. (laughs) It should be gone. (laughs) Well, this is great. I love this recipe. We're going to put it in the show notes. I'll put the one that you had found originally. But keep in mind, you can change any of these ingredients out. Like, I don't – I'm not a big avocado person, so I wouldn't necessarily use avocado, but I might put something else in there. So um, keep that in mind. Well, thank you, Susanna, for joining us, and thank you for being a supporter for 15 years. It's amazing. You're That's welcome. just crazy when you think Absolutely about it. Amazing. It is, <laughs> it's crazy that that you know, and I've had podcasts I've listened to for that long, and I am the same as you guys. Every time we meet you, you, and I mean you in general, um, we always hear you're you're our best friends, and you don't even know us. And I feel the right. same way about the hosts I've listened to for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You know, right? It's yeah. true. Uh, you you do develop. Well, first of all, Jamie and I tell everything about our lives, so you do know everything. But <laughs> right, <laughs> but we do appreciate your support and for hanging in for that long. Yes, absolutely. And I, the auditor page has been amazing, and all the offshoots of the auditor group are have been wonderful in many different times of just their happiness and stress and. So if Get somebody out there is listening, every aspect of life. <laughs> if somebody out there is listening and they've been thinking about becoming an auditor but haven't pulled the trigger because it's three dollars a month or whatever they want to donate above three dollars, uh, what would you tell them? Uh, it's a hundred percent worth it to have the community. It's the only online community that is all inclusive, friendly, 
I, I'd say it's well well monitored, but I don't think you have to do a lot of monitoring on no, it. I it think doesn't I seem like one it, post so. a month, and it's mostly the gross stuff. Right, right. Yeah. It's some stuff so. you would love as a paramedic. I delete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's, that's, I just can't stand looking at the same gash uh, 12 times a day. <laughs> you got to put those pictures in the comments. So you oh, God. Me. Jamie posted one last week of her horse's face. Oh, oh my God. I, I looked at that one. I texted her. I, we never text off the air, but I texted her immediately. I was like, oh, my God, Jamie. That was a gross one. Yep, Apparently, the horse is okay. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that did see that. Apparently, the horse oh, is good. okay. They stitched it up and... Oh my God! I don't know if you saw that one, Lisa, but it was. Gross. I did. I did. Yeah, it was. It was pretty gross. It was one of those where you look and then you like look away. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Susanna was studying it. How would I fix that? Yeah. Well, I asked her. I was like, "What in the world did that get that caught at?" I don't know, and I don't think she knows what it got. Mm-hmm. And you know, half the time we don't know. No, that's the no. thing. We have no. I went out the other day, and Scooter had because uh, Jennifer's gone, so I have to check on the horses. Which <laughs> that's a joke. Um, <laughs> so I go out and hit hit a hole in the top of his hoof, um, his front hoof, and it was popping out. And I texted it. I sent a picture to Jennifer, and she said, "Oh yeah, that happened the other day." I have no idea. I said it must have been an abscess or something. She I said, I've, "I've never yeah. seen one pop out the top like that." Oh, I have. Have you? I oh, yeah. We yeah we get them like that. Mm-hmm. It was weird because yeah, my horse had one pop out the top. Okay, well that's probably what it was then. Forever. But he was never lame at all. Yeah, huh. yeah. we've had that too. Yeah. Huh. Well, now I learn something every day. Susanna, Same. thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All Have right. a good day. Bye. 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 So coming up next, uh, we're going to go back to Wisa Ada, the trade show I was at uh, a little bit ago. And I have another recording for you I wanted you to hear. And this, w- this one stood out. He was at Wisa, which is mostly Western products show. And he was his name is Tim from the Prince of Scots. And you'll understand why this booth caught my attention, because think cowboy hats, a million boots with cowboy hats, a million boots with cowboy boots. There are more cowboy boots in this world. Than you can imagine <laughs> of every size, shape, color, design, material. I, I just cannot believe the number of cowboy boots. But uh, and then this guy. Well, I was walking through the uh, trade floor here, and I saw a booth that wasn't like the others. And here I am <laughs> with Timothy of Prince of Scots. What's Prince of Scots? Uh, we're a British textile barware manufacturer, uh, and how we got involved in the equestrian community, we were the official retail partner of the Breeders' Cup in 2022. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, sort of uh, have a following with our uh, uh, textiles with the equestrian community. And uh, we have a lot of uh, retail stores in Montana that actually carry our textiles in, in the, um, you know, Home design collections. So, what you, when you're talking textiles, what kind of products you're talking about? Uh, we have textiles that are actually made in in England, uh, Yorkshire and Wales, but they're blankets, scarves, uh, wraps. Um, the blankets are yeah, absolutely yeah, beautiful, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. have all the tartan patterns and all of right, that too. Right, yeah. right. Because we're Prince of Scots, of yeah. course, we have we have all the tartans, uh, and we were actually featured this month in Victoria Magazine, and they did a piece on remembering the Queen and, and things that she loved, and it talked about her her love of horses the equestrian community, yeah. and, and her love of tartan. And, and they called out our tartans uh, with the queen. Which well, you know what nice I meant? Uh, was it two years ago, right now, we were in Edinburgh because we were there for, for uh, 
we're there for festival. Okay. And, right. you know, we were there for the tattoo and all of that. Okay. And I just, I loved, we, we're going to go back because we just loved that whole area. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, Scotland is, is, is a beautiful country, uh, uh, an incredible culture. And if you look at the history of country music, it's actually rooted in Scottish culture. Yep, so, that's right. Um, you know, we've had a couple of people stop by today and tell us that they were sort of surprised to see, you know, the, the tartan. Well, I was too. <laughs> but, but it makes like perfect sense. I it mean, does. It, 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 it matches to that lifestyle and to, and to who that consumer is. So you have a ton of different designs here for the for the are they throws or blankets? Um, 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 they're actually throw blankets. Right, uh, um, okay. it, it's not like a, quite a blanket size. We do have one called the big throw, which is extra big, and uh, it's about the size of a twin blanket. But but most of them are just like throws for the end of your bed, your sofa. Like if you're watching TV, what great Christmas time. gift ideas? Ex- exactly. Oh, exactly. this be fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic. And you also have bags over there, too, I've noticed. Yes, yes. The bags are actually made just south of London, and we use goat skin. Um, uh, so it's a, uh, it's a softer. Our, yeah, 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 yeah. Much softer. Plus, it's waterproof. And uh, if you look over here, we also have mint julep cups. Oh, you sure do. Um, we are, believe it or not, the number one market share in mint julep cups in, in the U.S., uh, so, I didn't know there was a market share yeah. for mint julep. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, um, um, you know, during derby season, you know, we are the go-to person for, for derby cups. Um, we use copper as the base. And then on top of that, we have a 24-karat gold plate um, over the copper. Then we also have a silver plate over top of the copper. And I, I assume that the mint juleps taste better when they're in your cups. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's proven. And, yeah, and scientifically. They, and they keep your drinks colder because they're in copper. Oh. Well, that makes so. sense. Yeah. This stuff's absolutely beautiful. The scarves are be- My wife loves scarves. And then we moved to Florida. Okay. So not much <laughs> <need> for <laughs> scarves in Florida, but she would have a thousand of them if she yeah. could. She would love your booth. Oh, thank you. Thank Where, you very much. Can people buy it here? What's the story? Um, um, this is our first trade show with Wessa. Okay. Uh, uh, we do have our own online website. So if, if, if something's, you know, someone's looking just to buy a personal, yep. um, you, you can go to our website. What um, is the website? Uh, princessscotts.com. Okay. And then if, if you're interested in wholesale, uh, of course, we're here for the show. Uh, but you can also go to fair.com, which is a, which yep. is a wholesale marketplace. Yep. Uh, if you're brand new there, you can get $100 off your first order plus free shipping for a year. But you're listed on fair.com. Yes, so yes. We're on fair.com. find you there. Right, right. That's terrific. That's great. Thank you very much. Right, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Right. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Tim. I was just reflecting on Susanna and what she said. And Lisa, it's just amazing that somebody's been listening to us for 15 years. It really is. It's just mind-boggling, you know, that, that somebody would would have that time and dedication and that just means you know i mean kudos to you and jamie and everybody else you know for for delivering such great content and being such fabulous our, our spouses barely want to be with us and yet listeners will listen every day isn't that amazing <laughs> <laughs> well I we're really going to wrap that. up here auditors hang on uh, i did want to mention that you have something coming up at colby's army in tennessee tell us what it is we do. We have a major yard sale coming up. It's October 20th and 21st, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then the after sale is October 28th, uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., where almost everything will be 25 cents. It's the largest sale you will ever see. Oh, my God. It's you amazing. posted a picture? It, it, yes. It, there must be 10,000 items in that. Thing. We Oh, easily. Easily. We have 
actually, Glenn, we have 10,000 square feet undercover under tents and in the barn, and, and it's rain or shine. We get the most amazing things donated. I mean, an antique camel saddle, I mean, with the provenance. I mean, who who knew, you know? I mean. <laughs> in Tennessee, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we have all this stuff. We don't even know what it is, but people buy it, so I'm assuming they know what it is. Um, it's it. We've got everything you can possibly imagine. So if you're if you're thinking of if you're a couple hours away, come on. You're down north of Nashville, right? We're we're northwest of Nashville, about twenty miles, okay. Ashland City. So, um, yeah. So it's it's the Colby's Army yard sale extravaganza, and everybody gets to walk our trails and meet our therapy horses, and it's just a, a wonderful couple of days. And it's a, it's our biggest fundraiser, so it really helps keep us going too. I so cannot just, believe the amount of stuff that was in that barn. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's just so, crazy. We have such amazing volunteers who who sort everything, and I, I just, I just, I don't know if I want to laugh or cry when I walk into the barn every morning because it's just piled with stuff. And then the volunteers come in, and I mean, at three o'clock, it's like, okay, we're done. I'm like, really? It's just phenomenal. So. Uh, yeah, come, come if you can. It's just, it's just fun to browse and poke around. And last year, Glenn, we had 700 people. Oh, wow. 700 people at our yard sale. So, wow. uh, and, and we open the doors at nine, not a minute before. And we <laughs> usually have about 40 people in line. Well, yeah, you got to get the good stuff first. What do you oh, do yeah. with all the stuff that's left? So it's really cool. So what's left over, we either donate to other nonprofits. Like we get, we have this most amazing wedding dress that was donated, and we've got a lot of prom dresses. So there's a nonprofit that gives prom clothes to kids who can't afford it. So we we donate to them, and um, we donate shoes to an organization that just gives shoes out, and and some of the the. More casual clothes helps uh, our homeless outreach program, so keeps us going there for six or seven months. So every single thing that's donated gets used. So, Very good. Yeah, we have people, Glenn, that show up in like like rented U-Haul trucks. Uh, that's how much stuff they're donating to us. I mean, it's amazing. And should they just search for Colby's Army? Yeah, just Colby's Army. Just go to colbysarmy.org uh, or, or go to our Facebook page. It's, it's uh, Facebook at Colby's Army. Um, just check it out. All right. Very good. So, thanks. And uh, auditors, hang on. We're going to talk about the new Guinness World Records that were put out in the 2023 book. They included a horse. So Ooh. we're going to talk about that. Also, it is National Fried Scallops Day. So get out and get your scallops today. And it's yeah. also National Name Your Car Day. Do you name oh, your cars? I love that. I do. I do. And so we have a truck at Colby's Army. It's a um, we bought it after uh, with the proceeds of a benefit concert. And our benefit concert was Vince Gill, Emmy Lou Harris, Rodney Crowell, and Amy Grant. So our our truck is named Vera, V E R A. Vince, Emmy Lou, Rodney, and Amy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So uh, what's yours? What's we, yours? We don't we used to name our cars, but I don't know. I think we've been through so many over the years we stopped. The one we have now, the little uh Ford Ranger is kind of an orange red color and, and we call it chili yeah. pepper. There you go. So that's the one that has the name. The big black truck is the big black truck. So okay. that's uh, I, I, we used to name them, but I don't know why we stopped. All right. Thank you very much. We'll see you everybody. 